Well, Gardner, he comes to you. Questions on your garden, he will answer true. Control your pest compost properly to hear your soil and make your life too. So don't panic. Hi, everybody. This is Andy Lopez. Uh, it's organic. Better known as the Invisible Gardener. Uh, it's organic. The way that nature intended it. It fires you on your ticks, white flies and fleas. Help to diagnose what's wrong with roses or trees. Then up an alternative way to the disease. That's the whole planet. It will please so don't panic. It's organic. The bull gardener, he comes to you. Questions on your garden, he will answer true. Control your pest compost properly to hear your soil and make your Hi everybody, this is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. Everybody, welcome to Don't Panic, It's Organic with your host, Andy Lopez, Invisible Gardener. So we have all kinds of, uh, I have uh, several workshops, so enjoy, and I'll be back next week. Take care now, bye. Pollution begins at home, it really does. And the way we have to stop the pollution, or at least to help, is to find alternatives to chemicals. You know, the less chemicals we use in our home, the less chemicals we end up in a toxic waste site, the less chemicals we have in our landfills. Plus, it's, there's another saying I have, it's heal the earth and you heal yourself. And essentially, that's a key. The less chemicals in our environment, the healthier, more happier lives we can li live. And same thing for our animals, our pets, and so forth. Today's show is going to be about ants. That's right, those pesty little guys that come in, steal your sugar, break into your kitchen. Uh, and so we, we want to be able to help you. I want to be able to help you basically to, you know, learn how to control them without using the chemicals. We all know the bad things about ants, you know, uh, the problems that they cause, the various different uh, pests that they attract. And that's one of the problems with the ants. You know, I tell people if you control the ants, you control 99% of your problems. That's a big chunk in the vegetable garden, in your fruit trees, and in your flowers. Ants have a, they're very, very smart. They have a very highly advanced society. And the key here is that we're smarter than they are. We really are. You don't have to go to school to teach us that. But you have to teach, deal with them as a living entity, as a, as, a, as a group of people 
that are that are so together in what they're doing that you have to find ways to trick them because you're never going to be able to eliminate the ants. Uh, so here's where uh, where I come in, where we can help you. Uh, uh, let me go into the ants a little more. You know, the ants herd aphids like cattle. And uh, the aphids are what attack the plants. See, the aphids uh, produce a nectar, which is what the ants use. The ants are, uh, ants are also farmers. They, have, they farm various different bacteria. So they have a natural bacteria that they take with them. Ants, as you know, climb up your roses, climb up your fruit trees. And because of the bacteria that they have and because of their farming practices with the aphids and a variety of other plants, they tend to attract other pests to them. So that's the chain reaction, I call it. Uh, uh, it's, it's like the domino effects, you know. That's why if you can control the ants, notice the word here is control, not eliminate, you will slowly but surely begin to control other pests and other bugs around you, okay? Uh, that's some of the bad things about them. You know, ants are nature's janitors. Without the ants, fruit trees wouldn't be able to pollinate because the ants go from one part of the tree to another part, and they do. It's just like the bee. Everybody knows the bee pollinates. Well, the ants do that, too, also. So... Uh, the ants are very, very important for you, you know. So I've, I've gotten some things here that we can, uh, we'll, uh, when we come back after a message, we'll be able to tell you a little bit more about what the ants are. And these are all natural substances that you can just buy in a store and that, that uh, will help you to reduce your chemical use. And that's a very important thing. I often, I often think that people are hooked on the chemicals and not so much the, the ants or the bugs. And that's partly true. And, and so education here is a very important aspect. Uh, we have to teach people re to change their habits. Essentially, that's what it comes down to. When you see the ants, you go run for your bottle ray, don't you? Well, that's what we're going to stop you from doing. That's what the show is all about today, how to control the ants naturally. And so uh, these are some things that I, I've learned over many years that will be very useful for you in controlling the ants. These are things that are uh, hopefully are biodegradable. In other words, you need to learn your shopping habits when you need to read ingredients. I tell people, if you can't pronounce the ingredients, don't buy it. And also we have to become, you've heard of the green consumer, you have to become a smart shopper. You have to learn if something's recyclable, you have to learn how to dispose of it correctly. So these are all things that we're going to talk about briefly in today's show. Here's a, my favorite thing, a honey bear, you know. Uh, so uh, these are lots of things in here uh, that we're going to eventually, when we come back after uh, in our, this next message, we'll basically uh, talk about them. So is that it? <laughs> We're back again. So now we're going to talk a little bit about the mixture that goes inside the animal tails. Later on, we'll talk about the animal tails to show you how they're done. First thing that we do is we have a blender. Now, what I did with my blender was, as I, in order for me to obtain it, I put snails in it and grind it up, and my wife immediately gave it to me. So I suggest that either you do the same thing or you go to a flea market and buy your own blender. The trick here is you want to have your own blender to use, not your home blender that you're using because the mixtures you make inside of here uh, are not, you know, you want to make sure that it's not, uh, the, you know, the boric acid, for example, is dangerous if eaten. And you make all kinds of weird mixtures like uh, the ground-up snails and the ground-up things. So you have a blender that's your own to use. Okay, so this is the blender. I'm going to take and put some water in it first. You want to fill it up about three-quarters of the way. Just some water, okay? You want to fill it up about three-quarters away. You want to have some room in there to add things. These are some of the things we're going to add to it, and I'll talk to you a little bit about it to show you the differences. This is some uh, granulated white sugar. Okay, now, the key here to this mixture is that you're going to be making this mixture yourself. This is what you're going to feed the ants with. 
in the very beginning, the first time you do the, the animal tells, what you want to do is you want to have a straight sugar mixture. You want to basically let the ants know, hey, food, party down. Now, ants are funny. Sometimes ants go for sugar, and sometimes they go for protein, like peanut butter. So you have to find out what the ants are going for. If you have a dog or a kitty cat, the ants are in your cat food and dog food where you know they're into a protein mode. Ants will change. Every 30 days or so, I, I think they go to school and they say, well, what are we going to do today, you know? And they learn. And so ants will change what, according to what they need. Sometimes they're in the protein mode, sometimes the sugar mode. So the trick is finding out what they are. We can assume that they're usually in the sugar mode. Again, it goes back to understanding the ants, the type of ants. If you live in Montana, you're going to have different ants in California, different ants in, in Hawaii. So the first thing we want to do is we want to get some sugar. And this white sugar is perfect. The key here, see, and what I would do is I would add just enough sugar to where it starts to get a little thick, probably about a cup or two cups. But you see what I did? Basically added a little bit of the top to the sugar. Okay, you add too much, you won't be able to blend it up. The ideal here is to make a blend of sugars. This is my favorite. It's a teddy bear. I call it a honey bear. And basically, they love honey. Now, when you go buying stuff for people, for the ants, you want to basically read the ingredients. I have learned that ants don't like to have preservatives. They do not like to have BHT. They love natural things. It shows how smart they are. Straight honey. You can... There are many different kinds of honey. I use a honey bear because I like the honey bear myself. This particular honey bear doesn't have a little uh, opener. As a matter of fact, it does, which allows you to, to just use a line of it. So you add enough honey. You see how the water mixture is coming up. So you add a, about half of the honey bear. This is about 12 ounces. So we're talking about 6 ounces here uh, that you add, okay? Then what I do is see that I learned a mixture of honey really drives them wild. They love it. So I get some corn syrup. You get the light and the dark corn syrup. Doesn't make any difference. Again, you want to... You see why you don't fill your thing with water up? Because as you're adding things, the water is getting higher and higher and higher. So you want to add some of this corn syrup to it. Uh, I have learned that they like... They love maple syrup. They love New York seltzer. They love all kinds of sweet things. I mean, uh, except for the saccharin. I bought some saccharin one day and I tried to use it and the ants left it alone. They, obviously, they don't think that that stuff is real. Um, I bought some uh, pancake syrup once. And it had, I'm not going to give it a name, but it had preservatives and all this stuff. And the ants said, mm -mm, I don't want that. So I got maple syrup and they went for it. So, you know, ants must know something. And usually ants, because ants love, you know, they go off for fruits and everything. So quite often I buy some things like the cherry. You read it. Make sure that it doesn't have any preservatives or additives. This says here, you know, this has basically uh, sugar. <laughs> Cherries, unsweetened tomato, grape, mixed grape, lemon juice, concentrate. Good for anybody. The ants will love it. And that's a, you're trying to fool the ants. So you're trying to give them a source of food. I don't have a... I'm going to stick it in here with my fingers, see. All you need is a little something that makes them uh, think that it's fruit, okay? Because a lot of times you'll find it's interesting, but basically, the, 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 for example, this sugar cane is not organically grown. It may have all kinds of, kinds of pesticides and stuff in it. So you'll, when you buy things, you always want to try to see if it's organically grown right to the company and tell them, hey, how you, what are you guys doing here? Is it pesticides in it or not? Usually, if it doesn't say organic, it's not. So that's a, that's a key thing, because when you're doing these things, you want to reduce your chemicals that you're using. So unfortunately, when you go to the store and buy things, it's very, very tricky buying things in the store nowadays. So you want to put this in a blender and lightly blend it, okay? You want to get it stirred up real well, okay? 
Now, the secret ingredient, remember I said the first thing what you do is you give it to them straight. This is just straight mixture that you saw me make, okay? It has no, no chemicals in it, nothing in it that will kill the ants, okay? You want to do this for 30 days, say. The trick here is that this goes inside the animal cells, which we'll talk about later, but the trick is that the ants will find a source of food. Quite often, if you're some type of, uh, type of person who doesn't want to kill anything, many of my customers says, well, Andy, I want you to control the ants, but I don't want you to kill not one single ant. Fine, just feed them. Twelve years ago, I said, what are ants looking for? Honey, food, water. Well, this is it. Quite often, if you put this in your animal cells, put them outside at certain places around the house, the ants will go for it and they'll leave your house alone. They'll leave everything else alone as long as they get to food. The problem here, I found out, is that the ants become greedy. If you don't feed them, they'll knock on your door and say, we want some food. What's going on here? And also, they, they end up multiplying. You know, ants produce thousands and thousands of ants per day. I tell people, do you know the difference between a million ants and a billion ants? Well, you don't. You can't count them all. So the problem here is the ants will get greedier and they want you to move out of their house, they want to move in. So after the first 30 days and you know that the ants uh, know that it's a food source, then you want to get the secret ingredient, and this is called boric acid. Now boric acid is available in the dr local drugstores, an eye wash, okay? It comes in two forms, a crystalline form and a powder form. I prefer to use the crystalline form because it dissolves in water very easily. Now what we want to do here, let's see if I can find a, a, a spoon, is to basically, the trick here is if you add too much, it kills them. The ants will come and eat it. See, the ants, what they do is they'll come and they'll, they'll nibble on something and go, hmm, this is good, let's take it back to the nest. But if they die and never make it back to the nest, you're defeating the whole purpose. Because the whole purpose here is to, see, boric acid will kill you slowly over a period of time. You're not supposed to ingest this. You have to be very careful. But if the ants do it, if you give them just enough over a period of time, what will happen is it will reduce their colonies. One day, the, the, the ants will say, the worker ants, your majesty, here, try this, and give it to the queen. The queen didn't die. Well, they got to start over again. So what happens is it reduces their population slowly over a period of time. There's another product on the market. It's called Drax. Basically, it's 5% boric acid and apple mint. Okay? Again, they understood that apples, uh, you know, the, 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 the ants are after something sweet. The problem when you buy a, a ready-made product is that the ants will become used to it. It'll work the first month. After that, the ants will say, uh-uh, Charlie ate that, and I ain't going to come anywhere near it. See, so it's a, it's a green mixture. Sometimes I use this instead of the boric acid mixture because it's, it's a lot easier to use. You don't have to blend it in together. Or I use both. I take a tablespoon of this. The trick here is not to make it too strong. One small, about a tablespoon will be enough for your mixture. And notice this is, uh, this is probably, uh, says four, four cups. Okay, so this is a four cup mixture that you're making. And you take this and, and again, make sure you don't have too much like I did because uh, you'll probably won't be able to um, blend it. You want to whip it up real well. Give it a few seconds to get it together. Now, this is your mixture here. See, now, this mixture here is what's going to go inside your animal tails. Okay? The, the key here is that every month you change your sugar mixture. This is very important. I'm going to say it again. Every month, you clean out your animal tails and you change the sugar mixture. If you're using corn syrup, don't use the corn syrup again. Use some other form of sugar. If you're using the white sugar, use brown sugar. Use uh, uh, any other form. 
the trick here, if you, you, you confuse the ants, see, the ants say, well, Charlie ate that, I ain't going to eat it, but this is something different, we'll go after that. And it takes them about 30 days or so for them to figure out that something is going on here. And also you can tell the ants will avoid it, they will go around it and leave it. So when we come back, we'll show you how to put this inside the animal cells and how they're made, okay? So, we'll be right back. What does ant mixture is going to go into? Now remember uh, that this is a boric acid mixture that we added to it. We made it specifically weak enough not to kill the ants. Boric acid is poisonous, so you don't mind, make sure you don't ingest it. That's why we set up a, a special container for it, which I call animal tails. There are several reasons for this. One it, uh, is, is that it protects it from the sprinklers. When you're having it in a, in a, in a container, in a, in a bottle or something, then the water will get to it, the rain, or uh, it'll dry up on you. There's also another reason is to made specifically for the ants. What we do is we, we take a screen and we clip it over the top like this, staple it down, and we also get a uh, screwdriver and, and screw, uh, screw it in, uh, get a screw and screw it in the top to make it impossible for animals to get into or children or other creatures. Uh, this is an example of the way it would, uh, would look like. This one's been in use for quite a while, as you can tell. Uh, this also will protect it from the rain. So in, in essence, what you do is you get yourself a plastic container. It can either be a plastic one like this, or you can get an aluminum foil, aluminum type. Both of these are uh, recyclable, and they will last you a long time. If you're really into the recycling, you can do like I've done. I've, you can get glass, you can get metal, uh, which will last you a long, long time. These should last you quite a long, long time in your use. So in essence, they go inside of here. This is, it goes inside like this, and then what you do is you take your mixture, and let me go it again. You take your mixture, and that goes inside your animal tails. So you just go like this, and you pour it inside your cup. Like that, see? Fill it up almost to the top. So this is your mixture here, and it goes inside your animal tails. Now remember, the first time you do it, you want to make it straight honey, straight sugar, and you make it very easy for them to eat. As a matter of fact, because it is straight, and you're not using the boric acid. The first thing what I do is I, I utilize this little pin that comes with it. It's meant to be walked on. So instead what I do is I put a little clip like that and I place these. We'll go out in a moment. I'll show you where they get placed. They'll get placed up, up around the house or in areas where the ants are and we cover them with rocks, wood, some kind of weight. Because another thing you have to do is get them off the sun. Because the sun will dry this mixture up and make it disappear. Also what the sun would do is ferment it because this is a sugar mixture and the heat will make it ferment. That's one of the things you have to do as a maintenance for them. You have to be able to take a look and see. And remember when I talked to you about the ants, ants have carry a natural fungus with them. So when the ants come and eat, a fungus may start to grow inside it because the sugar mixture will, is conducive for that. So you want to be able to hose it out and clean it and keep it nice and clean and neat for them. Otherwise the ants will avoid it. Now one of the tricks, as I said here, is to change your mixture on a regular basis. Use something different. So we're going to go out in a little bit and show you how they're used. Okay, here's a Amotel and your honey bear. Now the trick is to find where the ants are at. So you, you walk around the house, you see where they're at. I call it on the ant trail. You just look for them. This is a good spot right here. We're going to do it just for the purposes of showing where to place them. So this is what you do is you find an area where there are lots of ants. Now you don't want to place your animal tail out in the sun like this because the sun will get to it. But for our purposes of showing you how to set up this, this fine spot. Basically you find a place, there's lots of ants running up and down this corner here. You can also put it in your vegetable garden and you lay it, put the animal tail down, 
bring the honey bear with you because you want to be able to see ants have become civilized they've lost their ability to find stuff so you have to find it for them so what i do is i take remember you have inside of here you have your mixture you see and you want it to leak out a little bit and everything you want to get it out all over the place so that the ants will know where it's at so what i do is take the honey bear and throw some some honey all over the top of it let it let it come down like that ants will love this i love you for it and you basically you turn it around and you put it up against the wall and you close it and you close it okay ideally what you want to do is you want to get some rocks or something to cover it with so that it's not that totally visible okay so just go like this cover your, with rocks and you, there's your animal tail set up you want to have at least four of them around your house maybe one or two in your vegetable garden if you have a raised bed you nail it to the race to the vegetable garden always cover with rocks cover with something getting get it out of the way but the ants will find it okay let's go back inside and we'll talk about how some natural sprays that you can use to control the ants with and everything okay so let's go back inside now I see sky we have set up our animal tails outside that's one of the bases you want to feed the ants you want to give them a place to go to and that's one way to control them another thing to do is to set up natural sprays and I call them natural barriers you just irritate the heck out of them and make them go somewhere else actually want them to go into the animal tails so these are what some of these things are all about here's, here's a natural product called a citrus cleaner you want to use this made from pure citrus in essence you want to take about half a cup to a gallon of water and spray it if you have a gallon sprayer sometimes you have a three gallon sprayers if you have a three gallon sprayers don't use three cups for the three gallons use about a cup and a half maybe two cups now when you're using soap you want to spray directly on the ants you don't want to spray on the plants because you will burn them if you're controlling ants on plants, you want to reduce the amount of soap you're using. Uh, another good product to use is called Borax, Borax 20 Mule Teams. It's made from the same mixture that we talk about, the boric acid, right? It's the very same thing except that it's made as a soap. And all you have to do here is you sprinkle a little bit outside. You know, you walk around your house, you see the barriers where they're coming in. Also, a little hint is you want to caulk up in the areas where the ants are coming into. You get some, you know, caulk them up so the ants can't come inside. You take a little bit of this, you sprinkle it, a little line around the outside of your house, you sprinkle a little line around the outside of your garden. Do not sprinkle it on the plants because it will kill the plants because it's a soap. But essentially you sprinkle it on the sidewalk and in the basic areas where you see the ants are starting to come in. This will form a natural barrier. You don't have to spray. Here's another product that's made from citrus. It's called air therapy. It's 100% pure citrus. So all you really need to do is add maybe 10 drops to a gallon of water. You can use it inside. You can use it outside. One of the things you need to do is see if you're sensitive to any of these things you're using. You just smell it. If it feels good to you, use it. If you feel you're having some kind of reaction to it, because even though it's natural, you still may have a reaction to it. Uh, here's another, another product that you can use, chili powder, cayenne pepper. You can buy cayenne pepper by the pound. Uh, here's uh, Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap. Many of them have been around for over 30 years. Totally natural. Use any kind of natural biodegradable soap to kill the ants with. Tabasco sauce, one of my favorite. Add a little dash of this, a little dash of the soap, and you got yourself an incredible ant killer that will kill the ants and will kill a variety of other bugs as well. Here's Tanglefoot. This is a sticky substance made from beeswax. You put that around the trees, keeps the ants from climbing up and down the fruit trees. Uh, all these products can, are available in, in your local grocery stores. You saw me running around the store buying things. You can go into a drug store. You can go into a health food store. Uh, in our next show, we're going to be talking about ants. I mean, uh, excuse me, we're already talking about ants. We're going to talk about fleas. I'm going to show you all the different ways to control fleas naturally.
So I, I, I just, that's what my energy is. You know, whatever is currently on my head will pop up. And especially the reason why I'm doing this is to, for me to tell you what I'm feeling about what's going on and to help you deal with this. And that, that bioengineering thing is very bad. It's the worst thing you could ever deal with because if you're afraid, if you want to grow organic stuff, right, and you want to do the best food you're getting, it's going to defeat the whole purpose, trust me. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can try to grow organic foods and that thing's bioengineered. It may not like organic fertilizers. I mean, they're also grown to, to be sprayed and dumped, you know, to be fertilized that way. Um, I, yes. I have a program with gopher. Can I do anything about it? Okay, so what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about, about ants. I'll also tell you a little bit about the fire ants, okay? Have any of you had any fire ants here yet? That you know, because they're here already. They've been here for quite a few years. Just people don't make as big a deal about them as the killer bees. And uh, there was this article, uh, I'm just going to mention a little bit because it's, it's a, uh, there's an article that they found them in West, uh, West Side already, West Lake, Westchester. Westchester. Right, so how far away is that? Right, so you know you have them, so you, have, you should learn how to deal with them. Uh, then there's gophers. Okay, anything else? I can Cut I, Excuse me? Cutworms. Cutworms. Okay, cutworms. No, they just spider. Lady spider. Lady spiders? Uh-huh. Lady spiders? Lady spider. Lady spider. Red spiders. Red spiders. Uh-huh. Red spider? I D. I D. Red. Red spiders. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, I'll talk a little bit about red spiders. Are they biting you or anything? No. Spider don't the leaves, you know. Oh, down your leaves. Oh, okay, so what you're talking about is sp spider mites. Uh, somebody said uh, white flies. Right yeah, white Have you had the big giant white flies here yet? You know they're called giant white flies. They're they, they're like about that big, and then when they get together, they're a billion of them. You, you have San Diego, they got. Them. Yeah. Aphids. Aphids. Aphids on the roots. Oh, uh, root aphids. Uh, I don't think they're called root aphids. Uh, what is it? What is it on, on the roots of what? And there's little balls? Little aphids, which are underneath the ground. And somebody told you you have root aphids. I've seen them. Oh, nobody told you. you. You know they're aphids. You think they're aphids. I know they're aphids. You know they're aphids. Mm -hmm. How did you know to find out they're aphids? Did somebody tell you? Are you uh, did you look it up in the book? Or? Uh, I, was at, I found some aphids in the book, yeah. But I could also see them. And they call them root aphids. Okay. Snail. Okay. Snail. Ah, snail. Now we're not, now you, somehow you're, you're everything. Caterpillars. Uh, we, we don't have six hours, but we'll go through as many of them as we can. Squirrels? I don't, I don't, you don't like squirrels? No, they don't have plants. Here. Yes. I spell squirrels. You know, squirrels. You know, come on, my skin case. You are. I see. You That's why I didn't want to write down. Rats. Rats. Rats and cats. <laughs> well, you, you, get, you should two get together. You get the rats and the cats, and then you can solve your problem. But you have fatter cats. That wouldn't solve your problem. It solves it. Okay. Cats. Cats. Okay. Right? Mm. These are things you want to talk about. Are right? cutworms and grubworms the same thing? No. Uh, what, what kills uh, St. Augustine's rats? 
Well, the the cutworm will the cutworm will be the cutworm will be what what gets at the root. Uh, a grub is a it's a certain stage of growth of different types of insects, uh, certain bugs uh, like uh, like for example you've heard Japanese beetles. Well, they, they, they one stage they're in the grub stage. They look like a little maggot type thing. With a, sometimes they have brown heads, different color heads, and they're in the ground. What I'm getting is gray and they're curly. Well, uh, no, the, uh, they could be great grubs, uh, grubs too. They all come all different sizes and shapes. And, and somebody told you that's what's killing the. So then it's the cutworm because the grub won't kill the lawn. It's just uh, it lives in there. What happens? Other creatures come around and dig it up, and they're the ones that do the damage to the lawn. You know, like possums and raccoons, and I've seen dogs and cats dig up the thing to get at the grubs. Uh, birds will do that and destroy launches to get at the grubs. But the grubs is a baby is a is a certain stage of a, a of a beetle or a particular creature. The well, I dig up the, the earth while I find these little things that are about. Okay, so what you're really talking about is a problem with your lawn, right? Your lawn yeah. and your lawn. Anybody have any tree problems? Anybody have a yeah, sick tree or anything? Um, birds eat my fruits. Oh, your fruit. So you you really have a, a fruit tree problem. I just want to see our lawn. Okay. All right, so which one do you want me to talk about first? The ants? Yes. Ants. Okay, ants. All right. Um, I started dealing with ants in the sixth grade. Um, I got real sick one day. My mother sprayed the wraith and uh, took me to the hospital, and I've been weird ever since. It just hasn't been the same. So I, I decided to, and I read this book, Do Ants Sleep? And I decided to follow an ant around, see what it does, you know, what's going on with it. <laughs> This is in the sixth grade, and I devised a way to follow the ants, and I found out that all of them. We're just going to talk about the ants around here. There are over 17,000 different species of ants. You just want to concern yourself with the local ants. They're all run by females, totally female-run organization. That's why they're so smart. Okay? It's, it's totally, and the males, all they do is, any, any young kids here? No. Just have sex. Once a year, they go, and the lady says, let's do it, and they all go out, 400 of them try to mate with one female. And the winner gets a new colony, the other guys die of frustration, it's horrible, but you know, that's the way to go. And so, because they're females, you, you have to work, use that to your advantage. Okay, because what, what which would you rather have, ants or termites? You got five seconds. You don't know? I don't want nothing. You don't want either, huh? but which would you rather have? Ants. Ants, okay, great. So you can train the ants, the idea, right? that I learned and developed throughout my years of doing natural pest control. And I started doing this in sixth grade for my home, my neighbors, and I did the whole neighborhood. I was charging 25 cents a, a visit for controlling the ants. It was wonderful. And I've been doing it ever since, and I'm slowly, as I, I'm 89. So as I turn 89, I'm trying to get out of, yeah, doing stuff. And so you turn the, the ants have you trained. See, the ants have you trained. They know where there's food and water. They know how you, how you react. They know everything, and, and you can't, Eliminate them. You can't spray a chemical. You know what happens if you get rid of all the ants on your property? Spray something really heavy like malathion, DDT, whatever. It's just kill everything. Guess what will happen? Well, aside from a few years on the road, your liver, you're walking down the road and your liver falls out. You go, oh. the doctor says, hey, you know, you're dying. But the ants will move back in again. More ants will move back in. All the creatures will move back in again, right? Yeah. And you're right back to where we were before. Even worse. So the trick is to teach them, like, you know, the Alice in Wonderland, I mean, uh, not Alice in Wonderland, um, Wizard of Oz, we had the monkeys around, turn them into your allies. You can train the ants to behave. Simple as that. 
And if you have, and now especially now because you have the fire ants moving in, right? So you know what happens to fire ants? They fight the black ants, right? And they take over the black ant space, right? And actually they don't always fight. What happens is they mate, they interbreed, and their species take all, takes over because it's more aggressive. African fire ants are more aggressive than the local ants, which are, by the way, mostly carpenter ants. Because you didn't ask me about termites or, or carpenter ants, because it goes under ants. But carpenter ants and termites, most people, 99% of the time, when you think you have termites, you really have carpenter ants. You can deal with the carpenter ants yourself. And the, and the carpenter ants, ants are enemies of termites. I would rather have carpenter ants and, and that I can control than termites that I can't control. How do you know they're carpenter? But they're called Argentine carpenter ants. And the way you can tell them apart from the termites, there are lots of different ways. The easiest way is you remember that, that all the ants are females, right? And all the, and all the termites are males. They're, 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 it's not the females. The females are the ones that have the eggs, you know, the termite colony. And in the termite world, the, the males are the guys that do all the work and all that stuff, right? The warriors and everything. So when you think of a, of a, when I think of a woman, I think of a woman, right? You think of a man, you got a tummy, man, right? That's the way it is in their bodies. So you look at their, if you get, if you get a, you get a, a female ant and a, and a term, you get an ant and a termite. You look at it, you'll see that the female has a. Well, a nice, it has a body shape, it has a skinny, skinny waist where the termite has a fat waist. Everything else is the same. The wings, they have wings, they fly certain times a year, termites fly, certain times a year the ants fly. And because they're carpenter ants, they leave little piles of wood, just like the termites. Oh, I must have termites. They're really carpenter ants. Carpenter ants work their way through the woods, termite eat the wood. You see? They both can't live in the same space. And you can control the, car the carpenter ants, you can keep them from coming in and getting at your wood. You can do that with the termites too. But you want the ants outside. You want them to run around, because remember, they're ladies, they're involved in everything. Everything that goes on your property, they're involved in. See, so if you, if you control the ants, you control 75, 80% of all the different problems, including grubs, including the white flies, including the aphids, because the ants are involved in ants, take the aphids and they hurt them like cattle for their nectar. So 80% of the aphids are, are uh, domesticated by the ants, including the white flies, including a whole bunch, because they're involved in all different sources of food. You see? Right? So what I've learned to do is what do they want? Food and water. So guess what? If you feed the ants, because they're not lazy, they don't work and they don't have to. If they have a source of food, they're not going to go out and do all the things, they're not going to get involved. They're not going to come in your house. First thing I started to do was I devised a way, this is called, I call this an ant cafe. I used to call it an ant bar, but I also give talks to the kids. Kids, and the first thing I did when I started doing ant treatments was I went and bought an Uncle Milton's ant farm. Uncle Milton's? Yeah. They're right over. Yeah, they're still here. They're still here. So I bought one of those little things, and a little letter says, "Here's send twenty bucks for the ants." I says, "I'm gonna be smart. I got my own ants," and and that's what I did. I cut a wall on the side of the garage, put that little Uncle Milton's ant thing, they, they give you this tube, and they think the ants are stupid, you're supposed to run out, hook it back to the other end, so the ant goes for a walk, ends up right back in the same place. So I just had the tube going outside, and I put food inside, and the ants would go inside, get the food, say thank you, and go out, out again. And then I started using, um, I started using Dr. Have you ever heard of Dr. Bronner's soap? You have, right? No. Well, I started using Dr. Bronner's soap in 72. Uh, the man recently died, he was 100-something, Dr. Bronner. 
there's some information over there for it. This stuff is totally safe, natural product. Uh, I, I have to actually bioengineer it. <laughs> but it's a natural soap. It's, a, it's a, actually an essential oil. And Dr. Broner's people, they make that peppermint, lavender, eucalyptus, almond. I brought a couple of different species varieties with me. They're kind enough to give it to me to give to you. You can bathe with it, you brush your teeth. That's what it's for. You, know, you, you get the light. If you have kids, it gets lice out of your hair, or the kid's hair. Bathe your dog in, it kills the fleas and ticks. You can, it kills everything. There's nothing that this thing will not kill. It'll kill the med fly. It'll kill the white flies. Uh, you know, uh, it'll kill, it kills everything. Anything up here, it kills it. Snails, it'll kill some dead. And it's totally biodegradable. So you have to learn how to use it. So what I do is, we want to do the uh, steps. Um, maybe I could do it over here. Okay, so this is, my, this is our little corner. This is a picture within a picture. High technology. Okay, so we're going to do the steps to control steps to, to controlling ants, okay? So that's what you want to do. You want to control the ants, not, not eliminate them. Okay? Control the So the first step is you want to observe. You want to figure out, I call it observe, observation. Because what you want to do is you want to walk around the outside. If, if the ants are coming in the house, you want to see how they're getting in, right? You don't do anything, you just sort of walk around. I have a special walking around the ant looking. You walk <laughs> because if you're looking, they disappear. People call me all the time, Andy, come over. And I'm looking, not, not a single ant. And you sneak back and you try to, there they are, they come out, you know. So you, you have to look around the outside of your house. Let's just say this is your house. You have to walk around the outside. Try to see how they're coming in. And after the earthquake, a lot of ways people, they can get in. You will never be able to totally seal them off in a lot of these houses, you know. The ants will come inside one way or another. Okay, you have to figure out, well, you walk around the outside, if you live in a, in a house that has a yard, that's really the best way to deal with them. If you're living in a condo and you're on the fifth floor, a whole different ball game. Okay, it's a different story entirely. So, if any of you live, if live in a condo, that's a whole different thing you have to deal with, okay? Because you can't walk around the outside of the wall to see how they're coming up. Or a lot of times, they come right up through the center of the condo, you know, from the building, they come up to all the different layers of and it's impossible. You have to deal with them in a slightly different way. So you have to see how the ants are coming in into your house, what, in your kitchen, how they're coming in, you know, where they like to go the most. You already know that, right? Probably, right? Yeah. If I go into your home right now, you say, this is where the ants, there they are, right over there. You know, you know how. Okay, so you know exactly where they're at. So the second thing you want to do is you want to, a couple of things you want to buy. You want to buy some materials. You want to go to the store and buy some materials. So you buy... Dr. Bronner's soap, you won't have to buy because you have some now to use, but you, they can, they're available in any food co-op, any health store. Uh, I went to my grocery store and I insisted they started buying them. I gave them the address and now they sell it. People buy it like crazy and they have the peppermint soap, the lavender, eucalyptus, almond, the baby kind. These are essential oils. So peppermint is toxic to all creatures. All insects have little antennas. They send and receive signal. This scrambles their signal. That's how it becomes toxic. It sort of blinds them. They can't see what they're, what they're doing. And unlike humans, if they don't see what they're doing, they stop and they back away. Humans are the only person to keep on going, right? So you go buy some Dr. Bronx, yes? Uh, would you like the name of the family? Oh, certainly. Um, room, okay. Right over here, it's called Dr. Bronner's. B-R-O-N-N-E-R-S. Bronner's. 
You'll have. That's the reason why I give you this because you can go to the store and go. <laughs> I want you to carry this. See, right? If you have one, you can go to the store and like a commercial. Hey, talk to the manager. It's not a big deal for them to carry. Yes. Are the different flavors specific for different things? Uh, no. What you learn to do is you learn to rotate it because if you use a peppermint on a regular basis, the ants will eventually. Oh, it's peppermint soap. How nice! And they won't uh, won't bother them at all. So you go out and get. Uh, that's why I would switch it, you know, just when they're getting used to one kind, I'll switch them and, and get, hit them with um, something else. Uh, this particular one is um, almond. Okay, and I hit them with the almond, you know. Uh, almond has a source of arsenic in it, so that naturally kills all kinds of things. Uh, there's another uh, one I brought today, lavender. Lavender's my favorite. Lavender, strongest. They made it especially for ladies, he said. Who knew? You know, flammable. So you, they have quite a different, and you, and you learn to vary them because the creatures will get used to whatever you spray. If you spray that all the time, if you just spray the peppermint, so pretty soon you're gonna have to be dumping the whole vineyard spray straight. You know, but it, it does kill them. But part of the benefit is that it repels them. You can spray the peppermint, so they'll stay away for as long as they feel it's necessary. They feel brave before they come back again. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, first, I'll get to that stage next because you want to buy the materials. You want to go to the store and you want to buy these are called Finch birdhouses. If you buy them in Malibu, they're twenty dollars. If you buy them anywhere else, they're two ninety-five or three ninety-five. That's the truth. I, I went with the label and I showed him where I bought it here in Venice and to this place, bird place in Malibu. He wants twenty bucks. I said it's the same thing. Oh, a very expensive living here, so that's not my problem. That's not. Anyways, you should be, shouldn't have to pay more than three or four dollars for a finched birdhouse. You can see what it looks like, right? Right. You also go to the store and you buy these plastic cups. You can, if you're into recycling, you can use almost anything in here. These plastic cups last you forever. You know, the strong, but you can use glass. You can use uh, whatever you want to put in here that holds it together. If you want to recycle, I buy four of these. Because what you want to, so you buy, you buy four of these, you buy four little cups that go inside of it, or you usually have to buy a little case of cups, you know. You buy your soap. Now your soap, you can get different kinds of soap. This is, to say you go to a store and they don't have Dr. Bronner's soap, and you may not be able to get to a health food store or someplace. Read the ingredients on the soap that you, that you have at the store there. If you can't pronounce the ingredient, don't buy it. But if it says, made, you know, a lot of times now they have natural soap. A lot of stuff is made from cuckoo soap, or they have some kind of, Recycled, biodegradable, citrus soap. It's really ingredients, you know. There, there, a lot of them all over the place. Try to get a soap that's as natural as possible. If you read the ingredients, it's come with something long word you can't pronounce. It's just put it back up here again, you know. And if you can't, uh, a lot of times, if you can't find any good soap, go into the pet department. They have doggy shampoo, kitty cat shampoo. If it says all natural, bingo. That's what you want. <laughs> See, it's a soap. You know, I use a, another soap called Green Band. You know what Green Band is? Gee, what's going on over here in Culver City? Uh, green Band's been around a long time. It's made from, uh, comes from Australia. It's called Green Band, B-A-N. And it's uh, different kinds of soap, eucalyptus, um, a couple other things mixed together. Wonderful soap. You bathe in it, you smell wonderful for a long time. Great if you go camping. This is excellent for camping. You're going to go camping, you, you, you spray the whole camp yard and you won't get the ticks and stuff. And if you're going to go for long walks, you take one of these with you with a little spray bottle so you can spray some because that's how you don't get the, the ticks, the Lyme disease from the ticks, you know? Is that, is that the same for cat? Uh, you, I, normally, you don't bathe a cat. 
No, I don't bed, but the hoya I spray, cat come around. Oh yes, fine. Yeah, right. The kitty cat, if you spray a yard and the kitty cat walks around and bits and stuff licks it off a little bit, it's just soap. You go pit, they won't hurt him at all. You can actually spray a rug, a, 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 a towel or something, and rub the cat with it, you know, or a dog with it. But normally the cats don't like, <laughs> don't, don't like that stuff. So you get this. You also want to, if you remember, the bugs were coming, the ants were coming into the house. You want to get some kind of either get your husband or whatever, a caulking gun, some kind of way that you can caulk things up. What I do is I buy Elmer's glue, a little thing of Elmer's glue, and you just squirt the hole up. Chewing gum, whatever you want to put in the holes. Remember, if you see how they're coming in, because the idea is to try to. So what? So you buy the. You have a caulking gun or any kind of thing to to caulk with. Okay, get yourself a little quart sprayer because you'll need that, and that's your essential tool. You may want to get a bigger sprayer if you have a big yard. You can spray like a gallon or two gallon sprayers. You know the kind you pump up. You can walk around the outside and spray because uh, you'll need that. So you, this is an essential tool. Oh, and then most important, you want to buy some form of sugar. And your observation, you want to see what the ants are going after. So if, the, if you have a cat or dog, the ants are always in the cat food. Well, guess what? They like protein, right? They're into meat. Ants will change their diet. The queen one day will say, I'm into meat. Everybody goes out and gets meat. Or she'll say, no, I'm sugar, sugar. They'll go out and get sugar. The queen tells them. Now they have more than one queen. It's interesting, too. So they change from protein to sugar. So you want to get some form of sugar. Go to the store and you buy what I buy is honey. They love honey. They will not buy things with preservative in them because preservative kills them. They won't eat. They, they eat it. They, they won't touch it again. I experimented with the uh, pancake syrup, natural pancake syrup, and, and the one with preservatives, antimicrobial. They didn't touch it. So if any form of sugar, if you don't want to buy honey, it's a little expensive. So you can buy corn syrup. They come in the white kind or in the dark kind. The corn syrup is a lot cheaper than the honey. Pure sugar. <laughs> or you can buy one of those milk cotton cartons of white sugar, the big, big ones, you know. So what I, so that you want to have some form of sugar and you want to have some form of protein. So you get peanut butter. If you're going out to the cat food or dog food, you can get the same kind of kitty cat food you're getting for them for the ants. So then you have a source of food to feed them because that's what's going to get the ants to go in there in the first place. One, one other thing you want to buy is called boric acid. B-O-R- Hi, see, boric acid. Okay. Now the boric acid will kill them, and will kill them all off. And you have more ants come back in. That's not what you want. You don't want to get in the habit of killing them all the time. You want to get in the habit of getting their attention. Hey, if you don't behave, I'm going to feed you the boric acid. And when they do behave, fine, leave them alone. You keep feeding them. See, and a lot of people tell me, Andy, let me get this straight. I'm paying you to feed the ants. <laughs> hey, you don't, you don't want to do it yourself, I'll do it. But that's what the answer is it comes to. You get the ants' attention, you feed them. So you have all the stuff here, the materials you need. So the, the, the next thing that you do, right, is you spray. You spray inside your house, right? And what you spray is the soap. This is Dr. Bronner's soap. Even if you're chemically sensitive, you will like, like the Dr. Bronner soap. Now, you may not be able to handle the smell and stuff like that. If that's the case, then you can buy a soap, like I, you can buy herbal soaps, any kind of natural soap that has no smell. Shackley's, for example, if any of you know what Shackley's is? So Shackley's have a nice soap called Shackley's Basic Age. Totally scent-free, no scent. That'll do the same thing too. Amway, L-O-C, that's a nice soap. Just do a little shopping, you'll find there's plenty of soaps out there you can handle that are totally safe. 
The best soaps are the natural ones, like coconut-based, coconut oil soap are wonderful to use. That's what you uh, ideally like. Uh, aloe vera soap are wonderful to use. It's just pure aloe vera soap. So anything natural that's good for your face and stuff, you, know, you can get it in a liquid form, it's totally okay to use. So what you want to do is you want to get a quart sprayer, fill it up with water, with the exception of a little bit there. The amount that you add, just say if you have one of these, because you're going to take one of these home. A cap full would usually be more than enough to, in one quart sprayer. One of these cap fulls, probably a tablespoon, maybe two tablespoons, right? And, you can, and what you do is you spray inside. So this is, this is the house. You start from the center, and you work your way out. So you dry, basically dry the ants out, okay? So you make the ants go away, outside. They'll go away for a while. They go, phew, what's it? Andy must have been there because he's spraying the peppermint soap again. They go outside. Okay, so once you get the ants out, they will leave. And it depends on how bad the situation you have. They may come back in an hour. They may not come back for a few days. You know, it depends on what's going on around the outside of your environment. If you live in a city block, you got 20 other families on that block, and a man has his pest control company coming and spraying, and that lady's spraying, this lady's spraying, you're in the neighborhood, right? It gets to be a little bit of a soup there. The ants will go where there aren't any chemicals. And if you don't want to use any chemicals, guess where the ants are going to come to? It's safer here, they would say, and they're spraying over there. The ants will, they travel for miles. So it's a little bit complicated, yes? Um, we used to, in my house, we used to have the little spray ants. Yeah. Oh, there's, yeah, there's over 17 different southern species in, in Southern California alone. There's two or three southern species. Um, more than likely, the big ants are the uh, female warriors. If you look real close, you see they have big claws in the front. And, and so all they do is they walk up and down the path to protect the little ants. They're the same family, but the, they're just the warriors of the, of the little ants. More than likely you have this, because very rarely you have a couple of different species of ants or intermingled together and having a good time. They would tend to be territorial. So if you see the ants together, and the little one and the big one, that big one, if you look real close, just walk around like this. And she's a female too, right? They're not males. They're like females. They have the big claws in the front, and they'll bite you if they can. You know, they're the warriors. They protect the little ones. And the little one's a worker. He's busy. I can't talk to you now. It's just... Got to work, got to move the thing, right? Those are the workers. They have gardeners. They got to move. Yeah, well, the, the little ones? Yeah. Okay, so you probably have the fire ants, imported fire ants. So it's because if it's a little one, if it's a worker, and the worker bites and you have the end, where do you live at? I live kind of near USC. Okay. Uh, so more likely that's what you have. You have imported fire ants over at your place. Okay, they come. Well, they, they bite, you know, like the fire ants, they bite. They're not really deadly. I mean, a hundred of them won't come and sit on you unless you sit in their mouth for a long time and say, you know, you know. But and, and if you're allergic to it, you know, if you get bit and you, you get a swelling from it, if you get allergic to bee stings, that'll be the only time I'll be concerned with it because it'll give you a rash, and so kids can't handle it. And different people have reactions to it. So, some for some of you that don't know uh, what what I do. One of the things I do is I run a club. Uh, besides uh, this radio show, uh, uh, the club is called Club IG. It stands for Invisible Gardener Club, Invisible Gardener. Um, and uh, as a member, you get to have access to all my books. They're in a uh, PDF format. The books are available on Kindle if you want to buy them from Kindle. You know I can't give them to you in the Kindle format. 
Uh, my book's also available from Amazon in the PDF version, but you get it for free as a member. And so, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, I do uh, natural, I do monthly, I do natural spray service, uh, also natural arborists. I can help people keep trees healthy simply by making the soil healthy, believe it or not. That's, that's very important. So I'm an organic consultant. I charge $250 an hour for my time, but for my members, it's free. It's just, right now, it's free. Uh, and to use it, it's normally $55 for a lifetime. You get my $20 book. Or if you don't want, you just want to do, you know, totally digital, you can get it. Uh, $20 for a lifetime, you get, you know, it's a digital membership. You get access to all my uh, my books through the PDF version. You know, but uh, as, a, as a member, you can talk to me anytime, whether it's on the radio show here or whether it's on uh, through email or through the newsletter. Lots of different ways. We have organic hotline that you can call me to talk to me. See, so that's what it's all about, me helping you to uh, do your thing much, you know, to be happy, to grow your soil, uh, to grow your produce, your vegetables. I also do soil testing so that you need a laboratory to send your stuff to. You can, I, can, I can provide you with those service. I'm very heavy into remuneration. I'm happy to explain to you where I get all my products from. That's what the show is about, showing you where I buy things, where I get some. I have no, no secrets from you, okay? I not only teach permaculture or biodynamics, but I also teach a variety of other systems that I have worked on myself for, for centuries, right? Uh, at the organic fertilizations, we, do, do, we don't use any chemical fertilizers whatsoever. None of that. Never will, will never have, never will. Uh, and when I spray, so I told you, natural organic products doesn't hurt me or anything. Our show is right here on bbsradio.com. You get to it through my website, invisiblegardener.com. Okay, so we're, I'm here every Saturday for you. You can email me, Andy Lopez at invisiblegardener.com. If you have questions, that's another way you can talk to me, you know. Uh, uh, coming up, in, uh, right after the show on Station 2, is a Cosmic Spaceship. So you want to tune into that. Make sure you have your headphones on. Uh, in the place to relax place it also shows you my hard work like create okay please visit me on facebook on twitter instagram uh, youtube i have over 500 600 videos on youtube uh, so join and subscribe okay and uh I, all my videos are there for you to go through. You have any questions? Uh, you have the book. You have questions. You, you know, you can talk to me about it. That's what I'm here for. Okay, uh, so don't panic. It's organic. I'll be back again uh, next week, every Saturday. I'm here just for you. If you want to call me on my show, uh, there, there's the phone numbers there on the website. What numbers to call? So, oh, you can use Zoom. You can, you, can, uh, you, uh, you also use Zoom. Uh, pretty soon, I'm going to go through a format where I'll be able to talk to you uh, rather than have it recorded. So part of it's going to be recorded, part of it's going to be live just to talk to you. So um, pay a visit to invisiblegardener.com and join today. Take care of yourself. Bye.
Back, 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 back